on there. What the hell? I'm glad you caught that. Hello, <laughs> welcome. Son of a bitch. <laughs> recording like this whole time, and we're like, I so said, what, ha- what okay, happened? Was, you know, okay, I was like, and go, and I'm like, it doesn't say recording, and she always says recording in progress. And I'm like, I want, I want our listeners to always feel like they just opened the door of the room of us talking, and they're now part of the conversation. <laughs> because that's always what's happening like I I, but yeah I had thought everyone I thought I had and but it never did say and I did I couldn't hear you I can't hear anything you're saying you still can't hear me oh now I can hear you son of a bitch (laughs) welcome to the shit show (laughs) it's because I have this usb dongle a dongle? <laughs> because I my main see this dongle. I just picture all these. I just picture all these like dildos, like the suction cuts, like on the wall. That's a dongle. <laughs> USB dongle. Um, a dongle. Gosh, man. Okay, um, you know. So my main computer is my laptop, and I have multiple screens from my laptop. Yeah. Um, but. Like the laptop only has like two USB slots Mm -hmm. and I have, that's what she said. (laughs) She only has two slots, man. You get Mm -hmm. the two slots and that's about it. Um, anyway, but my keyboard is wireless. My mouse is wireless. My, I have my microphone. I have the little ring light thing. So, um, I I need more than that. My, I charge my phone sometimes and my little USB a bluetooth headphone so it's like i need more but the one i have is old and the wires are fucking up uh, i just i ordered a new one yesterday off amazon so it should be here today and then, okay. and then yeah because it's like the the, the the wires look like they've been like been chewed up and shit so yeah oh, so. great you're catch on fire yeah. oh my god it's episode 110 it is um my week and i'm talking about a serial killer we'll get into it in a second but I, I know we just recorded the other day for this week because you had a funeral, so we didn't record last week. So has anything happened since we recorded what, three days well, ago? Um, we're just trying to be back to being in New Orleans now. It was, I mean, we're back back to our normal bullshit, back on our bullshit, you know, going and doing our thing. It's just, it sucks because now that cold front that just came through, you guys are pushing through oh. this weekend to where... Um, gonna make it miserable well not like what y'all got it's gonna be in the 30s at night 40s oh, you yeah, know overnight no, it might hit 32 mm-hmm. but we wanted to see the crew of Chewbacca's parade on Saturday we wanted to see that uh-huh it's like all science fiction shit so we oh my god I need to that. Go. that's what I need to come to next year yes yes so it's it's on Saturday night at seven and we were really looking forward to going to that um, and we're just going to have to bundle. Uh, we, we said, we're just going to bundle up in our coats. Like we did when we went up Northeast. I said, fuck, we went whale watching in Boston and it was like 18 degrees. I mean, we, we can but do this here. New Orleans. We can do New Orleans in February. Um, we did, you know, that New York bus tour, um, <clears throat> it was sort of snow while we were up there. So I may, um, I'm just letting you know, it's starting to storm here. So I may lose some internet and okay, well, I'll keep talking. Yeah. Well, hold on. I, I'm going to, I'm going to pause it real quick. So I'm going to check on my kids because they're out in the rain. So hang on. Let okay. me text them. Be right back. Let's go. 
Yeah, I guess they're fine. They have an answer. So. Oh, okay. So, so how was your week? What what's going on with you? You're oh snowed in again. Um, so people sent me pictures. There's like no bread, no no food, no nothing in the grocery stores. You know, our grocery store had stuff. I mean, the week's been okay. I've just been having this horrible reaction. I sent you a picture. Like I'm yes. literally sitting on the couch. <clears throat> Tuesday night, I came over to my mom's house because you know we're closed on Wednesdays. And we'd already kind of closed for Thursday and because we knew the weather was going to be bad. So I'm like, well, I'm just going right. to go to my mom's house because Amy works from home and she's on Zoom calls. So I just, I don't want to be trapped in my room the whole time that I'm there. So I just come over here and it's, you know, it's whatever. <clears throat> and so, and then I wanted to get in the call Wednesday midday that all the school districts have closed and stuff. Okay. So I wound up, um, sitting on Tuesday, I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I was like, what the hell? And I had just gotten home from dinner, I went to North Paula Petty and I just got home from dinner and I literally started, my face was on fire burning and I was scratching like, you know, you've had an allergic reaction. Like, I'm like, what is going on? Like I can yeah. feel it. Like It's like, it's almost like the air. It's almost like you're allergic to the air. What's happening? Yes. Well, that's what I was <laughs> doing. I'm like, I'm allergic to the air because I'm doing my allergy testing. I'm allergic to the grass, the trees, the molds, horses, dogs, cats, cockroaches, even they Life, tested everything, everything. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I went, I had makeup on. I went and took it off. I hadn't changed any makeup or anything, just my face wash. And then I used that water. And we talked about this a little bit last time. But I immediately sent a picture to the doctor I work for. I'm like, um, so yeah, this is happening. And she immediately calls me. She's like, are your lips swelling? Do you feel like your throat's swelling? I'm like, no, but. And then I think of that picture of you that you had that reaction. Your lips were swollen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I've been sung about. Yes. And so my allergies have been like a thousand. So I'm sorry if I'm like coughing and stuff, trying to get through this. I'm not sick. It's, it literally is my allergies. So <clears throat> luckily I already had prescription medicine. She's like, take two Benadryl now. And I had prescription medicine. So I did that. And I sent you a picture of it. And I just had this horrible rash, like all over my face. My eye, like yesterday we were going to record, but like I could barely open my yeah, eyes. So the, the rash was mainly in your face. Is that why you think it was that one thing that you were telling me? Yeah, it wasn't anywhere else in my body. It was a little bit on my chest, but the face wash gets on my, you know, like right on your upper chest. Um, so I'm just watching it to see if it breaks out anywhere else. But she's like, well, what did you eat? And I'm like, I had steak, baked potato because I went to Texas Roadhouse. I had a steak, baked potato and salad with ranch. I didn't have anything I've never had before. I don't venture out like that. I'm not weird. I don't eat weird shit. I'm a Texas girl. I eat meat potatoes. So I was like, <clears throat> you know, I, there's nothing weird that I've done. So I don't know what it is. She's like, okay, don't use that face wash anymore. And the funny thing is, it's a face wash she gave me for Christmas. <laughs> She's like, don't use it. Go back to your room. So I'm like, I'll give it to Caitlin because it's a really oh, good face you wash. You can pass it on to me if you want, but I don't know what else. Well, I'll be there in March. It's a really, I'll, I'll bring it to you. It's a really good face wash, but it just is so strong. I'll try it. Yes. But yeah, it's, a face, it just, it's not like a serum, it's a cleanser. It's a cleanser. Yeah. Is there anything in it? Like it's, it's vitamin C and hydrolonic acid and oh, okay. yeah, it's retinol? got good stuff. Uh, it doesn't have retinol. It's got good stuff in it, but it's just, I'm so sensitive to everything that was just so strong for my face. So that's under control kind of today. I'm a little bit, you can still see like dark right here a little bit, but, um, <clears throat> so we're closed today and tomorrow. Um, and that's pretty much how my week's gone. My, my kiddos with me, I went and got them yesterday after school. 
Um, he's with me until Sunday evening, and that's pretty much it. We're just kind of stuck here at the house doing a bunch of nothing. So haven't seen my guy now going on three weeks. Uh, <laughs> so, Well, you're stuck in the house. You're not, I mean, are you getting things done? Like uh, any hobbies, any crafty shit? Nothing. I mean, you're just. No, I worked this morning for a little bit. We did have some uh, telemedicine visits. So I did work a little bit from home this it's morning. It's supposed to clear up. When's it? I mean, it's supposed to be like a quick push through, right? Um, it is. Let's just put it this way. Dallas, Garland and Rockwall and all the surrounding um, school districts called Wednesday. They closed Thursday and Friday. When have we known for this to happen? Never. Well, never last year, but last year it was longer because Robert was telling me that it was supposed to push through faster than. I mean, it's not yeah. supposed to be like last year. I mean, I think everyone's, you know, PTSD from it. And so like, yeah, you know, stocked up. I've never in my life had that. They usually wait till the morning up, you know, and they cancel mm -hmm. school and then they wait till the next day, they cancel school. But no, today they called yesterday and it's canceled until Monday, but this is supposed to be like this until um, Saturday morning, mid-Saturday. So, <clears throat> which is fine. I mean, we have nothing to go out and really do anyway, so it's fine. Um, the stores are crazy. We went to Costco yesterday to grab a few things and then um, went to Kroger and it was crazy. Yeah, crazy. Sending, yeah, the people back home were, were you know, sending pictures of the, the shelves and the, you know, that not really the canned goods, but really like the fresh stuff, which really I never quite understand because if it is the apocalypse, you're not going to want something that's going to go out of, that you're going to need to keep fresh. It's, and if that, Okay, butter. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, what is that? I forget butter's can you, there. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to want, and if the electricity goes off, you, all your shit's going to be ruined. I've never said why they, well, I, they do make a run on ramen noodles, though. The ramen noodles are always gone. Yeah. So. Well, the milk is gone. There was no milk. There was bread. Yeah, but if your electricity goes out, that's the first thing going to go bad. Fucking milk and. Yeah, the milk and eggs are all gone, please. but I'm just like okay so yeah so um we're just hanging in there it's like it's cold as hell it's cold yeah. oh it's Imagine. so cold it's a it's 70 so it's a let me tell you well it did get a little bit cooler here because it's raining <laughs> but let's see what is the weather right now I have this app called what the fuck forecast yeah they're fun it's funny I've, I've, <laughs> I've had that yeah it is 69 <laughs> man <laughs> 69 high of 75 the low of 41 it's a definitely a fucking gully washer outside you should stay inside the gully washer, gully washer. <laughs> it's definitely a fucking gully oh, washer. oh my god so i'm just i'm ready for next week i'm going to san antonio with my guy we leave wednesday morning and we'll be back um, my god. saturday so i'm excited to go and just get away for a few days next know? next saturday uh, i'll leave a week from yesterday i leave okay so you're not going to be leaving out this weekend with the weather bed no no okay. we leave wednesday early wednesday morning and then we'll be back saturday oh, i got you okay. the olympics start uh friday this will be so on monday excited. so they'll be going yes. on i know super excited then, for those <laughs> yep, i yep. am excited about the super bowl halftime show i have no idea what's happening with that it's like all the our hip hop artists from when we were in the high school. Okay. La da 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 da. Come on, it's Eminem and Snoop Dogg and Dre and Mary J. Blige. I was listening to 
Pearl Jam. Alice was, in Chains. <laughs> <clears throat> I was listening to all that too, but I, you know, I had my gangsta side. So, I mean, I did ride to school every day with Jeff Williams. You earned that one percent sub-Saharan in Africa. I, I do. It's actually two, two or three percent. Thank you. But you know, I mean, it's kind of hard not to listen to that music when Jeff would come pick me up every morning and take me home every day, and you could hear him coming down the fucking street with his hoop, <laughs> Lou Capri classic hoopty. Oh, with so his, funny. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? That damn. I mean, mm-hmm. I couldn't even hear when I would get to school. It's so fucking loud. Good shit. And then Josh would pick me up. So yeah. Okay. Oh, so what's your time. story about? So we are going to Delaware today for one of Delaware's only known serial killers. Oh, really? So Stephen Brian Pinnell, who's also known as the Route 44, Route 44. <laughs> Sonic songs? <laughs> Listen, I'm a vinegar hanger. You are, do not pay Route 40 killer. Sonic, and you don't know. Okay. And if you know, you know. 40 killer was Delaware. He was his only, the only known serial killer in Delaware convicted of the murders of two. We've talked about this in the past. It doesn't always mean they can kill one or two people for serial killers because they're serial killers. I mean, they've killed thousands of people or hundreds of people or 20 people. They could kill one or two people. It's because it's the same motive on every single, they have the same MO. So, um, he was suspected of killing, um, two murders in Newcastle County, and then suspected of killing three others. Most of his victims were abducted from the U.S. Route 40. So he was born November 22nd, 1957 in Delaware. He was married to Miss Kathy Pinnell and had three children, two of his own and a stepdaughter. That's really all that I could find about like his, there's nothing about his young life. There's nothing about his, like other than he was married had two daughters and a stepkid. Um, he worked as an electrician, but according to some sources, he studied, studied criminology at the University of Delaware. That's and about what? He studied criminology at the University of Delaware. Criminology. I'm like, what is criminology? Criminology. <laughs> so. <laughs> criminology. Basically, we're just going to get straight into his murders because that's really all there is about his life growing up. I don't know if he got hit in the head because usually that happens. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he got hit in the swing. Well, you dropped on your head as a baby. I mean, if he fell out, what is what happened to your brother? He fell out of the car in his car seat and hit his head. Yes, that's that's true. <laughs> it is true. I know. Go back a few, some several episodes. We talk about this. So, do we have listeners today that are listening to in the room? You keep looking over. No, well, um, no, my kids are just coming and okay. going to the kitchen, so I'm keeping it. I'm keeping myself on mute. That's okay. So, um, the first victim was 23-year-old Shirleyanna Ellis. She was a nurse on November 29th, 1987. She left Wilmington Hospital around 6 p.m. when her shift ended, where she was um, aiding, um, and she was a nurse mostly on the AIDS unit. Catching a lift on her, I don't know why. That was important, but it, it was no mentioned in a story that I was reading. So I just thought I'd throw it out there. Catchy lived on her way home so on Route 40. So she wound up like um, hitchhiking is what she did. You know, back then people hitchhiking was pretty normal. It seems like, you know, someone offering you a ride, they didn't think twice about it. Oh yeah. 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 Thanks for right home. Now we're like, oh, you're right. here to pick up when you know what our Uber gets here. That was like the way 
to get from one place to another. We we say, oh, we'll just Uber. And their thing was, oh, we'll just hitchhike. We'll Hitch just, grab we'll just drive catch a ride with whoever comes yeah, by. Okay, and, yeah. And it was 1987. So, I mean, it was late 80s. Um, so, she, on her, so basically, she, um, while she caught the ride, her body was later found by two roads on the roadside by two boys. She was partially nude, her legs spread out, hands and feet tied with adhesive tape. There were no signs of sexual assault, though. She'd been seriously abused, with her killer tying a string around her neck and hitting her head with a hammer before she died multiple times. But no sexual abuse, no trauma, no rape, nothing. A string around her neck? A string around her neck and hitting her head with a hammer before she died multiple times. Yes. So the second, second victim was a 31-year-old divorced sex worker, Catherine A. DeMauro, on June 28th, 1988. So we go from November 29th of 87. Now we're on June 28th, 1988. It's about seven months after the first murder. Around 11.30 p.m., she was seen walking down Route 40. Is it Route 40 or Route 40? Route 40. And it was unclear if she was um, prostituting at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It was a stupid mic. Did the, did the USB thing. You can hear me now? Can you hear me Yes, now? I can hear you. I think it's like um, some people say data. Some people say data. Some people say root. Some people tomato, say route. Tomato. Yes. Potato, no, it's tomato is what's right, not tomato. We are not in the UK. Potato, potato, tomato. It could be a tomato. I want a tomato sandwich. Tomato soup. Okay. Route 44, maybe. <laughs> route 44. Route 40. Route 40. Yeah. Route 40. 40. Yes, it's Route 40. Route 40. <laughs> oh my God, y'all. I'm sorry. I've been locked in the house too long, obviously, the last few days. Anyway, so they don't excuse me, they don't, they don't know if she was, you know, at that time prostituting herself or what was going on, but at 6.25 a.m., construction workers found her naked body at a construction site. No signs of sexual assault either were found. Like Ellis, she was killed by um, hammer blows and strangulation, but unlike the first murder, her body was covered in blue fibers. So, Special Forces, um, Special Force Police Officers, along with the FBI's profiling unit, concluded that a serial killer was operating in the close proximity to Route 40. Police and federal agents disguised as sex workers in an attempt to gather information. With a task force of over 60 people being formed solely to capture the killer, but they were unsuccessful. If, if, hey, if you're, if you're Ashley, if was became a cop she would be the one that had to work undercover as a sex worker yeah because <laughs> i'm thinking wow how do you get that job and you have to be a cop for and you have to be good enough to you know you have to look like my daughter <laughs> banging body and beautiful yes perfect yes no you have, offense, to, look like, you have to look like kim kardashian uh, go ahead go ahead i'm listening. She said, you know, we always digress here. So Ashley's like, I'm going to be Insta famous. She sends me this thing because she's getting like all these likes. I'm like, yeah, if I showed my ass like that everywhere, I'd get lots of likes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. So she doesn't really show her ass as you're listening, but 
what she does. She's a bottle girl. What's her handle? I'm going to look her up. No, you've got a bottle girl and a bartender here in, yeah, here in Addison, Texas. And so she, she has to dress a certain way. She worked at Hooters before too. So, and that's just, you know, she's like Kim Kardashian. So anyways, (sighs) where was, okay. So on August 22nd, 1988, 27 year old sex worker, Margaret Lynn Finner disappeared. A number of witnesses had seen her uh, enter a blue Ford driven by a white male near Route 13. Not Route 44, <laughs> about, three, about three months later. Her body was found by a hunter near the Chesapeake, Delaware Canal. Her body was so badly decomposed that the exact cause of death could not be determined. Although signs of torture were visible on her remains. Finner was identified using dental records. She was so badly decomposed. So now we go to September 14th, 1988. So the first murder was uh, November 29th of 87, June 28th, 88. Then sometime around the August 22nd, 1998, because she went missing. So they're not sure if she died that day or, you know, a few days after she's decomposed. So now we're going to September of 1988, the same year. Renee Tashner, an undercover police officer posing as a sex worker, roamed Route 40 in an attempt to capture the killer. After passing several vehicles, she spotted a blue Ford seven times in 20 minutes. She went to a more isolated area and the vehicle stopped next to her. The driver was white, with Tashner noticing that the floor had a blue carpet as to why there were blue fibers over the one victim. The man appeared nervous, hardly looking her in the eyes, but still attempted to convince her to enter the car. She refused claiming that she was tired, but managed to tear some fiber from the blue carpet and write down the license plate number. Upon examination of several license plates, it emerged that the vehicle belonged to Stephen Brian Pinnell, a 31-year-old electrician, married and father of two with no criminal record. Two days later, 22-year-old Michelle Gordon, a local sex worker known for frequenting Route 40, disappeared. Witnesses saw her enter a blue Ford, identified as a panel car. On September 20th, her body was found on the rocks in the Chesapeake, uh, Delaware Canal, same place as one of the earlier murders. In the autopsy, it was discovered that she had been drugged with cocaine, which had caused her heart to stop before the torture had begun. Mm. So I would, I would honestly want to die yeah. that way before someone beat me in the head. Yeah, for real. Yeah. On September 23rd, 26-year-old Kathleen Ann Meyer of Brookmark. Brookmont Farms disappeared as well. A police officer saw her get into a blue Ford on Route 40 at 9.30 p.m. He was able to write down the license plate number, which turned out to belong to Pinnell's car. Her body was never found. Delaware Police Prosecutor Charles Overly approved a police search warrant of the panel van, while at the same time searching for other um, offenses for which they could arrest Pinnell. While searching the vehicle, prints matching the blood and hair of the victims, as well as the same adhesive tape used in the Mario killing was found. A torture kit was also found, which included pliers, whips, handcuffs, needles, knives, and restraints. Pinnell was arrested on November 29, 1988, a year after he murdered the first victim. He was charged with killing three, Ellis, DeMario, and Gordon. He decided to invoke his right to remain silent. At the start of the trial, a a panel of defense attorneys claimed that the initial fiber taken by Officer Treshner was obtained illegally, which it was, because it was taken from his car. 
Judge Richard um, Gablin dismissed these allegations, saying that the carpet was visible to Tashner's eyes as soon as she opened the vehicle. So evident, evidence from these fibers was legal. But technically, she did take it without a warrant out of someone's personal vehicle. So technically, I don't think that it should have been used. I mean, I'm glad they did because it helped catch him, but, right. you know. I don't know about the laws there and what, yeah. Yeah. So um, once the fibers were examined, it was shown that they had DNA residues belonging to the victims. It was the first trial in the United States that used DNA evidence as absolute legal evidence. Gablin had to set a legal precedence and listen to the opinions of experts and scientists who helped verify the DNA evidence. However, the strongest evidence against Pinnell was the testi testimony of his lawyer, who decided to stop representing him because of the things he heard. He testified that Stephen had told him how he picked up DeMario, paid, for her, paid her for sex, and then killed her. He added that his former client showed no remorse of his actions and spoke without emotion. Psychopath, of course, because he's a serial killer. This testimony caused a great deal of shock among the jury. The psychiatrist ruled that Pinnell's sanity was questionable. Of course they did. But he was still charged with three homicides, as he should have been. The jury liberated for eight days, setting a record for the longest hearing in Delaware legal history. Eight days, down. Yeah. On November 23rd, 1989, the jury reached a decision and convicted Pinnell of murdering DeMario and Ellis, but acquitted him of Gordon's murder because of lack of evidence. The jury decided not to recommend the death penalty, but two life sentences. Shortly after the decision, a bouquet of flowers was sent to the prosecutor's office with a note reading, he made us feel human again from the women of Route 40. Pinnell's lawyer appealed the court's decision on the grounds that the fiber was obtained illegally. The court dismissed it and based on new evidence introduced in the case, convicted Pinnell of murdering Gordon and Meyer. At this point, Pinnell dismissed his lawyer and asked to represent himself. They always do that. And it's so stupid. Have you noticed that a lot of the like people on death row, like they're like, we'll represent ourselves. What do we have to lose? You know, they, that or they think that everyone's against, against something like yeah, conspiracy so theory. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. So in a surprising move, he announced that he wished to represent or receive the death penalty. He argued that the entire constitution began with a verse from the Hebrew Bible. And as soon as the court found two witnesses who could testify to his guilt, he deserved the death penalty under the Bible's laws. He cited two passages from the Bible. Well, okay, then. <laughs> yeah. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, activate. In the name <laughs> said, of Jesus. All right. He said, Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> Say no more, sir. <laughs> On October 31st, 1991. So this, these murders happened in 88. So now we're in 1991. So on October 31st, Halloween, 1991, the court sentenced Pinnell to death. Under the Delaware State Constitution, every death penalty judgment requires a further hearing from the Supreme Court. And on February 11th, 1992, Pinnell appeared before them, demanding that he be sentenced to death. He was the only defendant in Delaware's legal history to represent himself before the Supreme Court and the only man convicted to willingly seek the death penalty. So he's the only serial killer, first case to have DNA, first case someone's representing themselves, first time to ask for death penalty. So they're getting hit with all this stuff. Right? They're going in on the books. Yes. So however, he pled not guilty to the murders and spoke of the murderer in the third person, saying that the killer was enjoying the process of the murder, but not the murder wait, itself. Wait, wait, what? The Delaware State Attorney General, yes, objected to the death penalty. Yeah. But the judge sentenced Pinnell to death. Oh, anyway, his execution was scheduled for March 14th, 
1992. Two people appealed against Pinnell's execution, but both were unanimously dismissed by the court. His wife, Vera Catherine Pinnell, appealed the Supreme Court's decision. She received help from the local branch of the American Citizens Association and a law professor who was one of its uh, directors. He argued in his appeal that Pinnell was insane and could not fully understand the gravity of his actions, so the trial should be reopened. With Pinnell being banned from representing himself, the Supreme Court rejected the demand. We obviously know he's crazy. He fucking is murdering people. Who, what normal person does that? Do I want to murder people? Absolutely. Do I act on this? Yeah. Absolutely not, because I know better. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. There's been a few people I would like to. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. I saw TikTok. Huh? There's this old lady. She's like, I read that at least one person in every friend group is re- secretly a serial killer. So I pushed Margaret off a cliff in case it was her. <laughs> <laughs> we would both be pushing Margaret off the cliff in case it was her. <laughs> we would both be like, one, two, three, go. <laughs> mm. So prior to the execution, numerous reporters tried to ask Pinnell for exclusive interviews, hoping to reveal the location of Meyer's body. He returned down every request. When it came close to his execution date, he agreed to be interviewed by one newspaper with his lawyer present because he wound up getting another attorney. During this interview, Pinnell revealed no new information, nor would he, nor where he had hidden Meyer's body. On March 14, 1992 at 9.49 p.m., he was executed by lethal injection, becoming again the first person executed in Delaware in 46 years. So another first in Delaware. And the 165th person to be executed, executed, executed in the United States since the death penalty was reinstated in 1976. His last meal consisted of crab cakes, steaks, corn on the cob, french fries, bread and butter, and a cola. So that's that's it for him. You can read program on Netflix that has like the last meals of several people who were put to death. Hmm. Interesting. Even Brian interesting. There are a few um, shows out there on TV. Mark of a Killer, The I-40 Killer, Season 3, Episode 1, uh, from, aired April 12, 2021. And then Grave Secrets on ID Channel. Um, it's on that as well. So it's a few things on TV. Interesting. Right? Yeah, so. Well, he was the first in a lot of things. He was the first in a lot of things. Um, you know, he was just batshit crazy. Like, you know, I just, I hate that. I feel like sex workers a lot of times are victims and they don't. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this before. They don't mm-hmm. take it very seriously. They're just like, oh, they're just nothing to low mm-hmm. to the low. But, you know, they're humans too. And mm-hmm. I love that they sent the prosecutor's office of flowers. Like, you know, yeah. thank you for making us feel human again because they were so surprised by that because they don't realize people don't realize people that are sex workers are just trying to make money. That's right. They're trying to make money. They're trying to live their life. Yeah. Or they enjoy it. I mean, it really, to me, I'm like, it doesn't even matter why, because people often they'll be like, they, they look for some rationalization and make it okay. Not the people, not the workers. Well, sometimes they do themselves too. They feel like they have to justify themselves, but people will be like, oh, well, she was putting herself through school, but what if that's just her job? That's what she chooses to do. And she likes it. It's not for anyone to judge big fucking deal. Let them do them. You do you. 
it, I, I don't I don't like how people always feel the need to rationalize their decisions and what they do in life. It doesn't matter. I agree a thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You do that a lot, yeah. actually. You, you rationalize a lot. And I tell you, Mel, it doesn't matter. I know. I do it a lot because, you know, it's just you're my you've brain. under a lot of judgment a lot. Yes. For people in your life. And it's ridiculous. Yes. Yes. And then See that like, toxic person? Walk the other way. <laughs> that toxic person? Walk the walk other way. The other day, right? Walk the person, other way. Walk, walk the other, the other way. way. <laughs> <laughs> I've cut out a lot of toxic people in my life the last four years. So yeah. I really have. And it's been very nice. <laughs> yeah. So that's my crazy story. Interesting. Route 40, 40 killer. Route 44. Route 44 killer. Yep. Stephen Brian Pinnell. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hopefully you guys are here in Texas listening. You guys are staying warm. If you're anywhere else listening, hopefully you're staying warm too or enjoying the day because it's I'm warm. I was like, I'm warm. Oh, well, I can't wait to see you in a few weeks. Um, we're recording again. I know before then, but <sighs> that's all I got. You got anything yeah, else? Um, I can't, no, I don't want to, fight. I don't, I don't, I was going to say, oh, we can record, we get together. I do not want to have to have that on the agenda. I want, I, I'm coming just to hang out. And so we're going to have to record before I get there because I don't want to have to record that week. Okay. <laughs> you got it? Yes, ma'am. That's that. That's okay. fact, Jack. We'll work it out. <laughs> no, it doesn't work out. We are not recording the week I'm there. I mean, we can, I mean. Huh? Yeah, two more weeks, three more weeks. Okay. I did my work. All right. See? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you get them done? Yes. Yes, yeah, see. Okay. All right. You ready? Sure. All right. Y'all come back, come now. back now. You're here. here. Bye. You didn't tell them to be a patron. Oh, oh go patron. to Instagram, Facebook, become a patron on Patreon. <laughs> And y'all come back now. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> <laughs>